Greetings. This is Ginger Donnell, creator and host of Broken Boxes Podcast. This is the seventh episode featuring a collection of live feed Facebook posts and includes a live recording of an emergency press conference with water protectors released today, November 26, 2016. Materials rebroadcast here are from the following Facebook pages. Christy Belcourt, Isaac Murdoch, Prolific the Rapper, Urban Native Era, James Uchwala, Lakota People's Law Project. This rebroadcasting is an attempt to allow this information to reach further than one media forum. To share the story in the way the water protectors creating these live feed broadcasts have asked us all to do, to get the message out into the world, and to break media blackout. We are the media. We are all connected. Not one single person can live without water. We are Standing Rock. Hey, aloha, homies. So by now you probably heard about December 5th and how the Army Corps of Engineers has put out a release and sent it out to the tribe that they are going to come in on December 5th um, and basically sweep Ochetti Shakoen camp, the big camp. Sacred Stone and Rosebud, Rosebud being across the river from big camp, are in the safe zone because they're on the red side, and Army Corps of Engineers don't have jurisdiction over there. And if you're from afar and you feel so called to come and help and stand in solidarity at camp on December 5th, I, for me personally, ask you, and I can't speak for the whole camp, but I'm sure that uh, they wouldn't like it either. If you come and you try to provoke the police, you'll kill the movement. And you can quite possibly kill people. And I use these strong words because there's no time to riddle anything. There's no time to sugarcoat anything. These are words that need to be made deep, and they're... They need to be thought of and really be grounded in. If you come and you stand in solidarity with us, I understand that some of us may stand there and not move if the police ask us to. And as activists and as protectors, there does come a point in time in movements where the police will tell you to move, and you're like, no, I'm not going to move just because you tell me to. That's why I'm here, which is great. But if you so ungroundedly, if you so unconsciously throw anything at the police, a water bottle, a frickin' paper ball, you'll provoke them. In the actions after December, uh, October 27th, which was by far the most brutality we have ever, ever, ever experienced, just the act of putting on our bandanas over our nose and our goggles over our eyes was considered a threat to the police. They said it over their, their loudspeaker. They made it very clear. Just going across the river onto the land of Turtle Island was a threat to the police. 
that was made very clear by their uh, recent placement of barbed wire on the other side of Turtle Island. Our canoes were on our side and they pulled them to their side and broke them. In the beginning, when we were frontlining, which was front lines of a bridge just being made so equipment can access the actual easement, we saw police soulful, not all of them, but most of them, you could look into their eyes and you could see tears swelling up. You could see that what was happening was affecting them. I don't see those officers anymore. The officers I do see on the front line are blank. They don't have anything. And when you watch them throw the flashbangs, throw the concussion grenades, shoot the rubber bullets, shoot the bean bags, spray the water cannon, spray the mace, have their hands on their firearms. You see just this sick sense of joy. Not all of them, but again, some of them do find joy in, in hurting unprotected protectors. They, they find joy in getting, getting dressed up in their riot gear and grabbing their weapons and gearing up with their, with their squad. <laughs> so don't think that you can go up against them and win because we are unprotected. We come with no arms, as we should. Our protections are our prayers, and that is why they are so important. So if you come thinking that prayers aren't going to work, and that the only way to show your opposition is to be in violence, is to stay in fear, is to not trust, then you are ruining, you are killing a movement that has been carefully laid out, has been carefully prayed out by so many of us who have been here for so long, and then even further, so many of the locals who call this home. We have to remember how it started, and how it started was with the youth. The youth ran from here, North Dakota, to Washington, D.C. with their running petition of then, I would think it was like 140,000 signatures in opposition of the Dakota Access Pipeline. And they were, they wanted to propose it or give it to President Obama, who at the time or before their run, uh, agreed to meet with them. During their run, the Army Corps of Engineers uh, gave the permit for the go-ahead, which meant President Obama could not meet with them because it would mean undermining the Army Corps of Engineers, which his office was not able to do. 
That didn't stop them. That didn't make them angry. That fueled them to even go further and to take more steps in their run. They got to D.C. and they held such powerful prayer that the gods heard them and the rain came. The sky started to cry and let us know that she feels us. She hears us. So don't think your prayers don't work. Believe in them. Trust in them. Because that trust attached to that prayer will make it go farther than you can ever imagine. And then when you see that distance come to fruition, your prayers are that much stronger the next time. And the next time, and the next time. So imagine if you are on the front lines, and you're in prayer, and that's that looks different for everybody. And that's different with every circumstance. And I'm not saying go to the front lines and kneel down and, and start closing your eyes. I'm saying go to the front lines and walk in prayer to the front lines. Be in that mindset. Because when that mindset is there, it guides you in a good way. And it guides you with truth. And it guides you, period. You go to the front lines and you block out all your prayers and you block out all of your ancestors' callings and you block out your culture. You go to the front lines just as the police go to the front lines, blind. And that puts people in danger. So it's not just the movement you will kill. It's the brothers and sisters all around you that you are placing in danger. And know that you will be in danger. Because the police have showed that they are dangerous. The opposition has showed that they are dangerous from day one. From day one of suppression of Native peoples. And I'm not Native American, but I am Native Hawaiian. And we are suppressed as well. And we feel it, and that's why we're here too. And it's hard. It's really hard to stay calm. It's really easy to be violent. So don't take the easy way out, because our ancestors didn't. They decided to take the hard way because they knew it was the most sustainable way. And as my sister Kalina so heartfully explained to us, that would be the extinction of us natives. Don't kill us all because we are still here and we're still here for a reason. We're still here because our ancestors stepped in a good way, spoke in a good way, and were guided because they believed and trusted in their prayers because they knew their prayers worked. And when you attach your prayers to your actions, you couldn't be more protected. Know that whatever happens is written. It's always been written. But let's help turn the page and not burn the page. Let's not rewrite history in a bad way. Let's sing it on to the next chapter so that our children may hear our songs and may feel soothed by them. 
so you want to come and stand with us on the front lines. I ask that you do this in a good way. And if you're going to come and you're going to start things, know that our security team in camp will pull you off. So don't think you'll go far, because we have eyes too. And we have a form of protection for our campers and our frontliners and our protectors on the ground. Know that you're going to be surrounded by guided people. So if you want to come and you want to start something, don't come. And I'll pray that you don't come. I'll pray that if you drive over, you get a flat in a safe way that makes you have to turn around. I'll pray that Creator will stop you for your protection as well. So again, it's written, it's always been written, come in a good way, and don't kill the movement, and don't kill people, because I know you don't want that either. Thank you. Alright guys, how's everyone doing? I hope you're having a good day. Uh, a little tired today, but um, last night we uh, came here, and I'm with my brother Wachekia Gluhamani, and... Um, Rudy Escamilla is his name, and uh, he's a, a spiritual man here at uh, Pine Ridge Reservation on Heisel. And uh, last night we went and sweat, and I'm really hesitant and careful not to talk about things like sweat and stuff, but the words that were um, said last night were to let the people know um, kind of that, that creator's with everyone at camp, and uh, is proud of you guys, and and uh, what you're doing and it was words that I needed to hear myself because I started to feel kind of defeated like Trump became president and they pushed the camp back and it's kind of like bad news after bad news but the things that were said were things that I really felt like I needed to hear and I feel like a lot of people up at camp might be feeling the same way a little defeated <clears throat> of course in good spirits still but uh, we just wanted to share what was said real quick, so we're going to have an interview here and he's going to give you words of encouragement and tell you what was said. So, Hello my relatives, good morning. Um, first I'd like to um, explain what it is that I do. The Great Spirit, he talks to me and he shares a lot of things with me and he, he uh, kind of like a, an interpreter of what he says for the people. I tell the people what he tells me to tell them, and then I voice whatever it is that he says. But anyways, what the Creator wants me to say is that um, Standing Rock, what's going on there, it's not a rally, it's not a gathering. What it is, is it's a ceremony and process. And not only there, but all over the world. But the, It started there in uh, Standing Rock. And all around the world, everybody became part of that ceremony by standing up to protect the water and Mother Earth. And that's a beautiful thing. Ceremony is beautiful. And the reason why is because the Creator is involved in it. And His attention is drawn to the, to the prayers of people and, and their actions of protecting what's sacred, what belongs to Him and Mother Earth. But what He tells me, 
and he, he tells me to pe to tell the people to to be strong and he hears their prayers and that's why this pipeline hasn't been completed yet he's stalling them and he's giving the people um, strength and he's standing there in front of the pipeline with the people even though you may not see him or feel him but he's there he's standing there with the people because they're protecting what belongs to him and mother earth last night they said that um his blood and mother earth's blood come together just like man and woman when they create life their blood come together in unity and peace and that's what you're standing in up there in prayer and it creates life and that's where everything came from but he says that his hand is upon standing rock and mother earth's energy she sends all her energy underneath that where everybody is standing in the camp and all these uh these gatherings that are happening around the world their energy is there too so don't feel discouraged when they push the buffalo away haul them to another location all right it seems like it's not working it is working because he says there's going to be a change and this change is going to be a positive change a really powerful change and it's going to cause the world to realize hey we have to protect what's sacred even if it's just a little tiny ant the people will gather to protect that one ant and that's what's beautiful about ceremony and what's beautiful about staying connected to the great spirit and mother Earth because they're there also but the creator wants me to tell you that he really loves what you're doing he respects what you're doing and he honors what you're doing because it's a beautiful thing you're reconnecting your your spirits coming alive and that's the way he wants us to be living is to be alive in spirit and that's exactly what's happening because this altar everybody's coming back to the altar of life which is the great spirit spirituality coming together in unity peace and in love that love cannot be conquered and that's why they haven't done anything the creator is love mother earth is love and they're the foundations that everybody's standing on so you're not standing alone and all your ancestors no matter what nationality you come from they're all there too you may not see them but they're standing with you and when you feel discouraged just remember these words creator says that i am with you and i am standing with you and my hand is upon this gathering, this ceremony, because the ceremony is sacred. But I encourage you to be strong mentally, emotionally. Control yourself. You have that power to do that. Remain in prayer. Remain in peace and in harmony with everything, because everything is there. There's going to be eagles coming there. They're going to gather. They're even doing the same thing, the animals. You drive down the road, they're gathered together in prayer. They might be all lined up in a big old crowd or bunch, or they might, you might see them in a circle, but they're all together. The eagles are flying because of the prayer and the unity of the two-legged nation. So the four-legged, the winged, and the creepy crawlers, and the ones that swim, they're all gathering too. They're having a sacred ceremony. They're involved in the ceremony that you have started. And that is a beautiful thing. Remember where your heart's at. 
it's in the protection of what is sacred and that's what the creator loves that you are standing to protect what is his and, I, and he wants you to know that he loves all of you and he lo loves what you're doing he, he wants me to tell you that he is there with you and he encourages you to continue to stand firm and stand strong because a lot of these people that are trying to put these pipelines in and cracking and all this, they don't live according to the spirit. They live according to the dollar. But you live according to spirit and spirit is more powerful than dollar because dollar is paper. It comes from a tree which the creator created. So we can't conquer you guys. Can't conquer us because we're standing up to protect what belongs to Creator. And Mother Earth says, All you women, you're beautiful. Use your beauty from inside, the feminine part of you. Teach the people how to pray, to be humble, and not to argue, but stand in unity. Creator says, You men are warriors, you're strong mentally, physically, and emotionally. Stand strong and stand firm and hold each other's hands and don't let go because that circle is powerful. Nothing can conquer that. T sure, times are going to get hard, but that's the whole thing about it. There will be struggles. There will be hardships, you know, but life wasn't designed to be easy. You want something good, you have to chase after it. You love it. You love it so much, you want that change, you have to chase after. But the most important thing is Creator standing there at that camp. Pray. Blahichapo. Take courage. Don't, don't falter, but stay strong in what you believe. You believe in protecting what is sacred? Stand on that. Go forward. Don't stand still. Go forward and be positive and be peaceful. Be humble, humility. Remember, this is not just about one individual. It's about the whole world, all living things. And I pray that the Creator be with all of you, all the whole through the whole thing. Stay positive. And chante washte aglapo na kanta kichumpo. Go with a good heart. May the Great Spirit be with all of you. And remember that Creator, Mother Earth, and all that is sacred in the universe is with you. Because that water is very important to everything in the universe. And Mother Earth, she's beautiful. You know, she needs us at this time. She needs you to be strong and to continue to do what you're doing. Because she loves what you're doing. Creator loves what you're doing. Crazy Horse, Sitting Bull, all your ancestors love what you're doing. Because you're standing up for future generations to come. So be strong right here. Be strong right here. Love who you are because you come from these two sources, Mother Earth and Creator. I love all of you and I, I honor and respect and love you for what you're doing. Aho, metakuyase. Go ahead. My name is Agnes Pilgrim. I'm a spiritual elder of the Confederated Tribes of Siletsis, Siletsis, Oregon. I'm also the chairperson to the 13 Indigenous International Grandmothers. I've been all over the world. I'm a prayer person. And I want to join you all up here for prayer 
for your water because all of us humans are water babies. All of us are born in water. Water is our first medicine. It should be everybody's first concern. And I pray for you all for your river up there. My heart hurts because of what the, what the law is trying to do to all of you. And stand tall. Keep on. Don't be angry. Don't do anything that isn't pleasant to our beloved Creator. Stand in good faith. Leave your prayers. Our God will help us, I'm sure. I'm so I'm still praying hard that He will hear all your prayers. And I always say He can't miss us all. So continue in your faith and in your belief. And I know we need to care for water. It's our it's like I say, it's our first medicine. So God bless you all. Stand tall. Keep warm the best you can. And I pray to God for all of you that you won't get hurt, that the law will calm down. Because it's not just all the Indian people. We're all intermarried. All the different colors are mixed in with our tribe. So you're fighting for water, not just for today, but for the tomorrows and the seven generations to come. I pray to God, as I'm talking to you right now, that he will hear your prayers and help us all here on this planet to watch out for our water. Thank God that you're strong and you're able to be there. And be sure and try to keep as warm as you can. And pray that the police and things will leave you alone because you are, you are doing the right thing to care for your water. And what they're doing is all about money. And there's no way in heaven on this planet that they can get the material to build those pipelines that eventually they won't erupt. And dear God, I pray that that won't ever happen. But I, I hope it gets stopped before it ever gets out there in the water. So... I'm praying with you all. Stand tall. Hang in there. Be good to one another and help one another. And I'm sure that you could do that. God bless you. Love you. Again, on this day, I want to welcome you. And I don't want to allow for an energy to come forth that is negative. Yes, the situations that are prevailing is one that is very heart-wrenching. But I also want to be able to bring into our own thoughts and our processes of emotion that what is happening is allowing for an awakening. An awakening that gives us the permission to be able to understand that heart is key in all spirituality. We've got to also remember that this is a invitation for all peoples that are in concern for the Mother Earth. It doesn't matter of what walk, what gender, what lifestyle, the beauty that you are of a two-legged silhouette gives you that divination and that permission to be able to do what it is that you need to do. We need to remember that within this journey, the journey is important to allow this connection with the Mother Earth. The people that gather, the beauty that it has brought forth and awakening of these people, the people that we should all call our brothers, our sisters, our relations, those are the key to spirituality. 
Spirituality is being brought forth to our peoples throughout the Mother Earth to give us that welcoming, to step back into the ways of ancestors. Ancestors are crying right now and asking the children that are birthed onto the tribes to be able to remember, remember the traditions, remember the rituals, remember the ceremonies, remember that the connection with you to be able to make that connection. The people are in prayer diligently every day here. And that is important for me to share with you now. What you may be hearing and what you are hearing seems to be so much of darkness and that element that is creating the fear within all peoples. Yes, the situation is not good. However, the power and the strength of those that are connecting on a spiritual way is what is prevailing within the camp. Holy people are coming from all corners of the sacred winds, and they are gathering within their private places around the sacred fires to be able to call upon this, the divine creator source, to assist us within all that we're doing. Peoples must understand that it is not a matter of what and who is the owner. What we are meant to do is to be able to protect the essence of the Mother Earth. It is difficult when we are unable to connect with you one-on-one, -on -one. but it is also important to understand that when we've got that ability to make that connection with you and understand that you are also a very important part of bringing a positive resolve to this situation and all situations that affect the Mother Earth throughout. Therefore, allow for prayers to open, allow for those elements that is darkness within you to be able to leave because you are of a preciousness, a medicine bundle that is to carry the wisdom of your mothers, your fathers, your grandmothers, your grandfathers. The tradition of all peoples that connect with the Mother Earth is to be able to awaken them. The issue that his hand has brought in a prevailing unity with all people and that people is to be able to sense this knowing that if we as the two legates are going to survive we must allow for that awakening of spirituality that heart awakening and know that that's what's going to allow for all peoples to come into connection with the mother earth and divine creator source know that you are important know that you are birthed onto the mother earth for a specific reason and that reason is to be able to hold that sacred space of your lineages as ceremonial traditional people and to take that and learn that to embrace with heart unconditionality forgiveness and pray for all those that are bringing destruction onto this mother earth but we've got to also connect with the essence of divine creator source and allow for it to do what it needs to do but it is at this point bringing the awakening in of all that is in spirit connection let your hearts unite as one 
and know that the prayers are also radiating out from the sacred fires here in the sacred encampment. Today is a good day. The cloud peoples are gently enveloping us and giving us a warmth, but we also realize that this is a time too that the Mother Earth will express in its elemental form of what it needs to do to allow for any negative destruction onto her and will make that resolve. But we as its children must take that responsibility to be able to be one with her and allow for this to bring light for all peoples so that we do guarantee the survival of all two-leggeds. Many, many blessings, prayers to you, and we also ask for prayers back to us. Amahanagyo. Blessings. Uh, my name is Cheryl Angel. I'm Sinchanku Lakota. I'm from Rosebud, South Dakota. I'm currently a resident of the Standing Rock um, camp. We actually uh, started Sacred Stone in April, and it's already November, the very end of November. Um, we have recently been notified by the Army Corps of Engineers that they would like us to leave our own treaty lands, our own land, um, land that's being held in trust for us. So that is a very um, illegal move, and uh, it's just right now, um, due to that fact, we're asking for worldwide support for people to come and occupy our ancestral lands with us and let the world know that what the Army Corps of Engineers is doing is illegal and um, should not even have, they don't even have the jurisdiction or the, the power or the authority to remove us from our own land that they're holding in trust for us. So we need your support. Um, please come to Standing Rock. Um, be here by December 4th. Um, we welcome you. Uh, we love you. Um, we stand in a peaceful, prayerful mode, and we are in ceremony. So come prepared for a ceremony protocol. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. Ask somebody. They'll tell you. For my non-native allies, my sisters, my non-native sisters, I would like to invite you to come to camp. Tomorrow we are having a women-led march, and it's based on the heart actions of non-natives who have non-native women who have um, reaped the benefits from a white society on the backs of non-native people. So um, it's time to say um, it, it's time to say all those things that happen to us are bad and they're they're wrong. And it's time for the women to say, I'm sorry we didn't stand with you sooner, sister. 200 years is a long time for us to be standing alone. So for all my non-native sisters, my allies, um, you're welcome to come to camp. Um, I forgive all of those bad things that happened to 200 years because you are part of my family and I love you and I want you to recognize me as your family because I recognize you as my family and I love you. Thank you. And if they can't come here, what can they do? There are so much things that you can do, even though you're not a standing up. You can actually call Obama, call the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, call your state senators, um, call your friends, call your um, relatives, call everybody in your office, ask them to make calls with you. You can start your own calling circle. And this is what really needs to be done as soon as possible. If you have money in Wells Fargo or any of the other banks that are funding the Dakota Access Pipeline, you can actually 
get Facebook, do a live video of saying, I am going to my bank, and then post it. Whenever you have your letter saying you withdrew all your money, take it to a credit union. Take it to a bank that doesn't, um, whose money isn't made off destroying the earth. Because literally, we are destroying the earth. Climate change is real. And one of the um, deciding factors on that is the extraction of oil. So our energy usage needs to change. Um, I think a new time is coming in America when people are going to wake up and realize climate change is here. And they need to be um, proactive. They need to divest from the banks who are um, funding those projects. They need to invest in technology that isn't harmful to our environment because our children are going to need clean water and they're going to need clean air. And that's what we stand for. We stand for the needs of our grandchildren. We stand for the water. Honey, boozhoo, it's Izak from the Great Lakes. How are you? Um, there's been a call for action on December 5th. And it's known as D5. And of course, we all know that's in response to the Army Corps of Engineers um, reply that, of course, the people at Standing Rock must push aside so that the pipeline can go through. And that's crap. Like, Dapple has no consent. So I think it's critical that we rise up on D5 and really show governments and industry that no, this is not acceptable. And so bring your rattles, bring your drums. You know, let's have a huge thing. I don't know what you'd call it. Well, let's have a huge thing. And organize, plan, do something that feels good for you. Because together in unity and in solidarity, we can make a difference for Standing Rock and for waters everywhere. So I ask you, find the courage, find the strength, and let's stand up and let's rise. Because we all know that we're in sacred times. And the time is now. Now, Miigwech, we'll see you December 5th. Let's go! <laughs> I'm just a kid, 12 years old, and I shouldn't be worrying about adults' problems, but kids all over the world have to pay for mistakes we didn't even make. This is our future. We're the next elders, we're the next leaders. This is our future. I cry watching videos of Full Standing Rock. And knowing that is, we shouldn't have to fight for our water. We should just be able to have clean drinking water. We were only given one planet. And we're destroying it. It's not just in North America where we need clean drinking water. It's all over the world. I want to know that my great-grandchildren and my children are able to have clean drinking water and they won't have to worry about having clean water. They should just have it. I want us to stand together 
and we're going to shut down all the highways in North America for a whole hour on December 5th. I'm inviting everyone to join us. Bring your shakers, bring your drums, bring your vessels, bring your feathers. So I said hello relatives. My name is Eagle Woman. I'm Mandan Hiradza Rikara from Newtown, North Dakota, just northwest of here, and I work with the Indigenous Environmental Network. We'd like to thank you all for coming here today on uh, Saturday, November 26th, and experiencing this global warming here with us today. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about a response to the Army Corps of Engineers letter that was received yesterday as well as some other things during this month of November, which some of you may or may not know is Native American Heritage Month. And we're going to offer perspectives from the Youth Council with Tomas Lopez. We're gonna offer perspectives from Continuation of Youth, but also Sacred Stone Camp here with Aaron Weiss, Dallas Goldtooth of the Indigenous Environmental Network. We wanna hear from some of our spiritual folks and the spiritual piece which Isaac will bring in for us. Some of the actions pieces and kind of what we've been framing with Nick Tilson here. And we'll end with comments from Tribal Chairman David R. Shamble. We are going to be providing short time at the end for a few questions. The panelists will be available afterwards on an individual basis as they agree for press to visit with one-on-one. -on -one. So at this time, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over. I'm gonna have each person introduce themselves and we're gonna start from us. Hello, um, thank you all for coming here today. Thank you to my elders for asking me to come and speak on behalf of the International Indigenous Youth Council. My name is Tomas Lopez Jr. I'm from Denver, Colorado. My mother is Sharon Dominguez Lopez and my father is Sundance Chief Tomas Lopez Sr. I am here to talk about the past few hundred years and the many broken trees that have occurred. We've been lied to for over 500 years and we're here to request that President Obama honor his word that he made to the Standing Rock youth when he came here in 2014. President Obama, when you came here, you promised that you would protect tribal sovereignty and spiritual belief. You promised to protect our sacred way of life. And here we are today standing up for that sacred way. You mentioned nothing on your Thanksgiving day. You spoke nothing of us or to us. Many of our youth, many of our council members on the International Indigenous Youth Council, if not all of the members on the International Indigenous Youth Council, have experienced the brutality that has come from the Morton County Sheriff's Office and also the National Guard, from broken limbs, injuries from flash bombs, internal bruising, and the everlasting um, consequences and results of PTSD. I'm asking you now, President Obama, if this were happening to your daughters, Sasha and Malia, 
would you say something? Or would you stand in silence and let them brutalize your own children? <laughs> on behalf of the International Indigenous Youth Council and our allies and all youth around the world, we are asking that you step in now and assist us in stopping the Dakota Access Pipeline. Oh. Sanjo, my name is Koastiwe. Um, my name is Erin Wise. I come from the Negri Apache Nation in Laguna Pueblo in New Mexico. And I am here to represent my aunt, LaDonna Bravewell Allard, who is the founder of the Sacred Stone Camp. Uh, when my auntie came uh, in April, she told me that her intention was not to set up a camp that looked like this. Her intention was to stop people from putting a pipeline in the place before her son's grave. She said that she wanted to ensure a peaceful resting place for her son, and she did not think that when she started her camp it was going to evolve into this. She's grateful for it. But on behalf of Sacred Stone Camp and my aunt, we went to Washington, D.C. last week, and we met with the general of the United States Army Corps of Engineers, and he looked me in the eye, and I told him what happened. And I told him what happens to people that are left unprotected. Right now, our land is to be left unprotected if we are to leave this space. And being a woman that has survived sexual assault, I just do want to say that we are not going to allow that to happen to our mothers. We stand with all women who have been hurt, but we especially stand with our mother who is continually hurt and sanctioned by the United States government that that hurt is a continuance of the hurt that has been brought upon us for the last 500 years, we're not going to stand for it anymore. I also want to say to President Obama that, uh, you know, in light of what Tomas said, the indigenous youth are calling upon the United States government for protection. They're begging for people to start caring about them. We have three times the national rate of suicide in any other community. We have children that are killing themselves every single day because they want to be a part of this country so badly, but they are continually ignored. And, you know, my aunt who stands behind, you know, our youth councils here and who is a grandmother and a mother herself, you know, she does represent the, the, the sacred here, you know, and the children are what we need to protect. We need to think about them going forward. And I think that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers needs to remember that these are children that we are protecting and that if they continue to support Morton County and the North Dakota State Government, that they are not protecting the children that they are responsible for. We just ask that whoever is watching this that is in power, you remember the children and you remember that we as sacred people, as prayerful people, will continue to make our stand. I'm a doctor. My name is Dallas Goldtooth. Uh, I'm Dakota. I work with the Indigenous Environmental Network. And I, I first and foremost want to acknowledge all our relatives who travel from afar and also acknowledge our relatives, the Humpapa Oyate, and relatives from the, the Standing Rock Sioux Nation uh, who invited us to this land and we're their guests and say acknowledgments for that. Um, I also wanted to state that we have our relative, uh, our, our sister organization, Honor the Earth, couldn't be here at this moment. Um, they had a representative supposed to be planned to speak, but the, uh, four of their vehicles had all their tires slashed this morning in Mandan up in North Dakota. And so they're, uh, in, uh, their vehicles are incapacitated. And it just demonstrates the, the, the environment in which we are in right now. This letter by the Army Corps of Engineers is just a disgusting continuation of 500 years of colonization and systemic oppression. And it's absurd for us to see such a declaration a day after Thanksgiving. Um, but that's the state of the affairs that we are in. 
it doesn't matter whether you're Dakota, Lakota, Nueta, Sanish, or Cheyenne. This is the land our ancestors are from. This is the land where our ancestors dreamed of our existence, of our songs, and of our future lives. And in defense of those dreams, in defense of our ancestors, we stand strong. We stand strong to protect our, uh, to protect the sacredness of Mother Earth. We stand strong to defend our rights as Indigenous peoples. We stand strong to defend our territorial treaty rights as Ochechishakoni Oyate. That's the stand that we make, and we continue to stand by that. This this movement that you see before us is is not a movement of hate, but just a movement of undying love for our land and our people in the water. And that's what we're here for. And that's what we'll stick to. So thank you very much. My name is Nick Tilson. I'm from Porcupine, South Dakota, on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, um, Oklahoma, Lakota, father of four children, and um, I'm here representing the Indigenous Peoples Power Project. Uh, we've been here since since August, helping helping the camp ground ourselves in, in nonviolence and in nonviolent direct action. Today, we've probably trained over 3,000 people in this camp in nonviolent direct action because. Nonviolent direct action is connected to our indigenous values of prayer. And, and we were told in ceremonies 
that we need to we, that we needed to continue to do what we do, founded in our indigenous values and founded in nonviolence and founded in prayer. That if we stay nonviolent, we stay prayerful, that we will win. And I would like to remind Morton County, remind the Army Corps that we are unarmed. We've been unarmed and will continue to be unarmed. We are only armed with our prayers. We're armed with our bodies. We're armed with our faith that we have and what we're here to here to make a stand. And every time that we have done action, every time we have taken action, we have done it based on these values. And we will continue to do it based on these values. But we have been met with aggression. We have been met with violence. That violence has been put upon us. And this eviction notice continues to show the United States government and, 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 and the Army Corps of Engineers and Morton County's ability to escalate to a point of violence. That's not our goal here. Our goal here is to stay peaceful, to stay prayerful, to stay focused on what we're here for. And that's stopping the Dakota Access Pipeline. And, the, and, the, and they, are, they have an option. In the next 10 days, we are calling for them to deny the easement, to permanently stop permanently stop the Dakota Access Pipeline through treaty lands. And we're in this camp will continue to be to continue to be grounded in prayer and nonviolence and nonviolent direct action. These are strategies that different movements around the world have been taking for generations and we are borrowing from those different from those different movements and combining them with indigenous values that we have here, here today. And so we ask, we ask that Morton County and the Army Corps of Engineers be honest tell the truth when they see us coming forward when they see us at these actions when they see us making a stand they see us in prayer they see us peacefully but they have been acting aggression upon us and so we are act we are asking um, accountability for that for, for the violence that's been portrayed on our people and our our grounding in spirituality the reason why there's not guns in this camp the reason why there's not alcohol and drugs in this camp is because we don't bring those things to sundance we don't bring those things to ceremony we don't bring those things because it, because it doesn't align with who we are that's that's how strong our commitment is here and we understand we understand that our ancestors are here with us that we're not alone that, that that's who we have to be accountable to in the work that we do and it's part of our very identity of who we are, and that's why we're here. And we will continue to remain uh, peaceful. We will continue to remain nonviolent, and we will do it with strategy. But we want America to know that as indigenous people, we are not victims. This movement exists here because we are powerful, because indigenous people have re reclaimed power, and because we have been doing it through our indigenous values. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, my name is Dave Arshamble. I'm the chairman of the Stain Rock Sioux Tribe. And I just want to thank everybody for their uh, continued commitment, uh, continued sacrifices that they're making to build the awareness that is happening. Uh, when I got the letter from uh, the Corps of Engineers, the first thing I, I read was for uh, public safety. The Corps of Engineers is saying that the uh, environment, or the weather, the, the weather's coming, the, the harsh winters, so they're aware of that. And then the continued um, confrontations that are escalating with, uh, uh, between the law enforcement and the water protectors are is becoming more and more unsafe and, and some serious injuries are starting to take place. So because of that, uh, they sent a letter and uh, 
if they want continued, if they want public safety, uh, the best thing for the federal government to do is to deny the easement. The best thing for the government to do is to uh, step back and, and really analyze uh, what, what has happened, what has happened with the, the environmental assessment. When you look at the environmental assessment, all you're taking a look at is earth. Uh, when you take a, when you go into a full environmental impact statement and review uh, what's happening, you take people into consideration. And what's happening here is uh, people are, are are lost. You know, they're, they're taking um, the environment is being more important than human lives. And we have uh, an escalating situation where, where safety is a concern for everybody. We need to, to realize that and understand that. So to stop this all, what we need to do is to uh, ask the federal government, ask the President of the United States to deny amusement and, and to continue to stand behind his words when he says we need to recognize uh, the treaties. So this, uh, and what I think is happening is they're giving us notice uh, because they want to reduce, the Corps of Engineers wants to reduce their liability when, when something serious happens. They're going to reduce their liability, they're going to push it off onto somebody else. So they sent this letter out, not just to me, but to all the Great Plains tribes. All the Great Plains tribes got this letter, so uh, the responsibility of what takes place. Uh, and I'm not worried about it, because I know what's happening here is uh, in prayer, it's in peace. And as long as we continue to stay in prayer and in peace, uh, we can accomplish a lot of things in life. As long as we stay united and with prayer, there's, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. So it's, it's really important that uh, we continue to stand together and we continue to be on the same page and uh, put our own self-interest aside and let's, let's work towards the collective greater good for all. Life. Mini Wichoni. 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 Mini Wicho